welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Microbrew Review. This is episode 112. And in honor of episode 112, no particular reason at all, going back to a droid. Um, for a couple of reasons, actually. Firstly, we always save it for something that is never actually something. You know, it's like episode 47 that ends up being more exciting than episode 50 or whatever. Uh, secondly, we have completed our first year in the Black Heart Society, so we have all of our Black Heart Society beers to drink. And I thought we should drink them while they're fresh. Or at least half of them, because I and only put some. half of them in the fridge. Some of the artists have to be so excited to work on this stuff. They have some really cool gothic art. Uh, I was actually, the one he's opening right now, I'm super excited for you to see. It means something entirely different to me now than the first time I saw it. N because Jason and I are watching The Americans. Oh, yeah. And it definitely looked like it has some great, like, Russian lettering on the front. Yeah. What is that called? Cyrillic? Yes. Is that what it's called? It does have that. Do you actually know what it means or no? Uh, do I know what those letters say in English if translated? No. This is what, G-I-A-A? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I know it's like a double IPA and it's citra-based hops, which is why I thought you guys would like it. Is this um, the one with the like vodka soaked smoked boards? Well, we are going to read the bottle when we're done because basically everything for Black Heart Society, they took their regular beer experience and kicked it up a notch. And it says right on the bottle, like, VHS exclusive. Um, so they describe why it's so special. Um, this one, this one and the next one, I think, are pretty cool because when we first did Adroit Theory back on episode 20, Schmirschmer. It's kind of like... It's like um, sandpapery. Oh yeah, they got like a. That's interesting. But this beer and the next beer we both had on the original Adroit Theory podcast, which was almost a hundred episodes ago. So I was really excited that they were so standing behind those styles and those beers that they took that and then made it even more intense. Um, so that's part of why I wanted to do these two. And so we're gonna do four today. We are. We have a 12 ounce cork and cage bottle of each. And the reason I say that is because we got two bottles of each, but A, they're pretty strong, and B, I wanna age some because they're really awesome and I think they'll be fantastic. So we have five Blackheart Society beers we have not yet popped into. We're gonna drink four of them today. The one we are not gonna drink is called Full Circle. I guess technically Full Circle One because it's the first year that they did it. Uh, but when Mark uh, Osborne of Adroit Theory went on a across-the-country road trip, he went out to Firestone Walker, and one of the things that he absolutely loved was that their anniversary beer was a blend of all of their beers or the best of their beers from that year. And so they decided to do that for the Black Heart Society, and that's what the Full Circle beer is. So we only have two of them. They're super special, and I decided I wasn't quite ready to break into one of only two, I suppose. I get a little bourbon or brandy or something out of this. Oh, I am certain it's aged. Jason, does it say uh, anything? Yes, we aged the beer on charred ash wood to round out the mouthfeel. That's what they say. So it's a citra-based hop beast. We added massive amounts of hops in the boil, followed by several rounds of dry hopping. Uh, the aged beer on charred ash wood. And then the result is an aromatic imperial IPA 
with a touch of revolutionary ambers. Hmm. Which is pretty good, pretty cool. GIAA, for those who aren't familiar with it, which I actually guessed this at the beginning, uh, is God is an American, which I'm imagining is a quote from uh, The Watchmen. The Watchmen? Yes, Watchmen, the comic the book. Movie? Oh. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, I think, at least, they they have a line in there that says... What happened to lyrics from songs? I thought they were... God is real and he's an American. I think is the uh, line that they have in that... In the, I in will the never fight you on anything involving the Watchmen, because I have zero knowledge about... I'm in the backseat of my car right now. Are is you kidding? Really? You go look it up. I'm sure I'm going to get yelled at because I'm going to be wrong. I'll run out real quick. That's awesome. Um, this is a very, I find it very tasty. I don't find it very IPA-ish. IPA yes. I would agree with that. Um, Can I look at the sandpaper bottle too? Actually, this one. You the sandpaper bottle. Yeah, and over here they have the strips with the lettering. And the lettering has the raised bit, but the rest of it doesn't. This one of every bottle I've ever seen of theirs, which is probably about two dozen now, is probably my least favorite label art-wise. I would agree with that. And it's still Didn't pretty you just say darn you cool. you loved how cool it was? No, I love now that we're watching The Americans that it makes me think surrealistic oh. thoughts. Okay. Um, when I first saw it back, you know, almost two years ago, I remember thinking... Well, we also saw it next to Cannibalism, which yes. had an awesome label. Yes! Yeah. Uh, With which the reflective I'm looking knife at and everything. The, yeah. I'm looking at the love of the damned right now, and that's kind of fantastic. It's like in a spade with the skulls and the, the yeah. evil one that I'm looking at right now. What evil looks? Looks absolutely amazing. So yeah. I do want to take a moment because what we loved about them from the get-go, other than their quality, was the amount of information that they put on the bottle and how you can make a, a great decision in terms of how to you know structure your evening. So Jason described the beer the way that they did on the side of the bottle, but they also give you a food pairing opportunity and they said uh, pecan crusted ripshin pork loin would be a great um, pairing uh, for cheese you should pick up a sheep's milk i can't say this a sow irati it sounds really dirty <laughs> <laughs> yep that's me i'm classy uh they give a cigar pairing which i've never seen before like other than on a droid for the last two years uh, Carlos Torano Master Maduro, if you're a cigar aficionado. And it does tell you at the temperature at which to serve it. And this particular one is 60, oh, 54 to 57, which I believe much more than the original 64 that I thought it said. Um, I guess I'm just, I'm curious because I think you two are bigger hop heads than I am. And it's a well, double IPA, but it's been aged. But it's also a citra hop, right? Which is... I love citra. Yeah. Isn't that the one I don't like? Mm. Which no. is the one I don't like? Simcoe. Simcoe. Oh, Simcoe. Until the Simcoe Samurai the other Yeah, week. I don't get the hop on this very much. Mm -mm. It's richer than that. And it could be that... Well, I think it's treading the line of like the 120. Yeah, I would... Yeah. But the ABV is on it and it's low. I saw... Uh, when Tria opened 120, what, two or three days ago in that snowstorm, they said... they 14 called 14.5%, I think. Yes. And then the Dextra was 17. Like they were both super high. Yeah. Uh, this one is 9.6% with 95 IBUs and 12 SRMs. I'm not yet the seven le second level Cicerone. I don't know what an SRM is. <laughs> Before Jason can ask, because I knew it was coming. Mm. Um, 
I'm surprised the IBUs are that high because of the aging on the wood. It doesn't taste that bitter. It's very smooth. And like I said, I do get some sort of bourbon or brandy, something dark, maybe even like a rum. I don't do brandy aged beers very often. So it would be it would be an experience for me to try to pick out that flavor, I think. Do we have any brandy? I don't think so. I used to only have brandy because I used to use it in my white sangria. Like what you cooked. Brandy is one of those yeah. interesting spirits because it used to be very commonplace and like everybody would always have brandy and it was just like, oh yeah, you'd, but wasn't that you'd pour yourself your, a brandy. Jason, your mother told a story about that, but that was like 1965. Yeah, that would have been way back in the day. Yes. Well, I mean, it Which still exists. Credence to well, your no. story. Well, <laughs> right. but the, but what I was trying to, when you said back in the day, I was trying to place it, and then I realized that she Oh, I meant that. like 18, 1900s. Oh, okay. Like, wow, okay. It was just like brandy, just everybody had brandy in the house, and it was a thing that you drank. It was very I think because it's not super strong, right? Mm. It's more of a cordial type? No. Oh, okay. It's more like a, like a cognac kind of, but a little... Warmed you up at the end of the night? Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't drink a lot of it, but you'd have, you know, you drink it in a glass like this, and you probably have about as much as I have in my glass right now, which is, I don't know, maybe an inch. Um, which is kind of what we're doing with whiskey right now, right? It's having mm -hmm. that resurgence, and you have just a very small amount of it. And the particular sip I just had was very smoky. Up until now, I didn't really pick up any of that. Maybe it's just because you said the words ash, wood. But um, I don't know. On the exhale, it was just smokier than anything up until then. It's definitely not. It doesn't have that viscosity or the the rich sweetness that you know a bourbon barrel would do. It's still pretty sweet, I think. For a double it's not IPA, sugary. It's I not do sugary think sweet, it is. But yeah, there's a lot of sweetness mm -hmm. to it. I think at least. Sorry, professor. Teach us more about brandy. Go on. No, I'm, I'm going to agree with Jason. I get a lot of sweetness, um, like the sides of my tongue react to it. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything else to say about brandy. I just think it's I'm saying how it's interesting that it used to be so commonplace and then it's gone by the wayside. And because of that, there's not, you know, you don't have companies pumping out really high-end brandy anymore. You pretty much have, like, Christian Brothers, um, which is, or, you know, there's a handful of them that make brandies. But there's not really like the, ah, uh, yeah, if you want to get a really good brandy, you can buy. Um, um, mm -hmm. As a, a new bartender, is brandy used in any cocktails that are We use brandy in our cider uh, with Captain Morgan. That makes plenty of sense. In a whole, like, I had it to mix in white sangria kind of way. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I guess it's mostly used now as a filler, but not really as a. See, I always used it for sweetness, though. By. So what else? What else would you pick up from a brandy? What do you mean? Other than just to add it to a cocktail to make it sweeter, what would? I'll admit I haven't drank straight brandy. Uh, and I definitely haven't since I actually I always had, like, the pear, the pear brandy that I made, and oh, I haven't actually okay. tried that. So I think most of it got drunk anyhow. Do you know how? Some people want to have libraries and collect old books. I feel like you do, you have like shelves and shelves full of beer and liquor and spirits and whatever that you're aging. Mm -hmm. That's kind of crazy. I do. I have a whole basement full. 
No judging. Not on my part. I think I made like six or seven jars of the uh, the brandy, the pear brandy from Game of Thrones cookbook. I think I have like two left, but I have not actually had a sip of any of them. You had one at the bonfire that one time. Where did the rest of them go? Um, people just drank them. I brought them up and they kind of sat and I was always very, yeah, you can have some of this if you want. That's what you get for being so welcoming. Yeah, I lose all my stock. <laughs> so Jason was definitely the Papa Tomato? Is that a thing in the scenario? <laughs> He was the, sure. the thirstiest one, the one first ready for our next beer. So what is next on the docket? Uh, next up, we have the TPD, which is a Saison brewed with wormwood, sage, basil, and aged in wine barrels. So we had the TPD on our first Adroit Theory podcast, but it was Correct. not aged. And this time, because, you know, we paid our admission fee and we became Blackheart Society members. Well, and I think it was because they want us to do this anyhow. Sure. All right. Fine. Be logical. Um, This is the beer, if you guys have been following us from the beginning, that comes... Or from episode 12 or whatever. (laughs) It comes with the sugar uh, that typically goes over an absinthe knife. Take that apart. So this time it comes with an absinthe knife, which is a... And it actually comes with a sugar cube as well. They just gave us a packet of sugar before that was tied around the neck of the bottle. Uh, and we thought, oh, this is very cool. And I remember we tried we tried it both ways. We tried yes. it without the sugar and with it. And I know that they struggled a little bit with the color. They wanted to make it more of like that beautiful green chartreuse color. So I'll be interested to see how this turns out. Hey, Jason, would you like to use my... Adroit Theory glass. Official Adroit Theory Teku Belgian beer glass. I will be happy to pour yours into your. I think we're just going to share the one so we can pour it all over these. Because I'm not sure how we're going to do with the. uh, I mean, maybe if we're really good at wielding a sugar cube. I think we should. But if it starts to foam and stuff, I was just. Yeah, I remember that. Actually, it was very foamy. Cousin Mac, shout out to you. You're not here right now, and you loved this the first time. I feel like that's a little. It's big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, the mouth is a little. Well, and before you do this. Not big. Not that I, you know, want to make you, you jumpy. Well, we color. can't see the color then. Um, do you want to put just a splash into a different glass so we can each try one sip of it before sure. it hits the, uh, the sugar? Do you want a clean glass? Yeah. I'm trying to think ahead. Just because I love Saison's. I know you guys are sort of could go either way we'll about pass it. pass this no, around. That'll give us no. something to talk about while Ooh, we. Oh, uh, it's lighter than I thought. Oh it's man! To be greener than you what thought. a what a nose! Really? This is super high ABV. I want to go on record as saying this might be a saison, but it's what eleven six, I think. Oh yeah. We're gonna have a six. big dinner after this. It's got a beautiful nose. It's really the um, the sage I think really comes through, and it reminds me of the BFM La Mule a little bit. Okay. Whew, it's yeah. a little it's little bitter on the end. It does. It's got a kick at the end. Could you pass me the water? Because I'm. I'm getting the GIAA out of my mouth before I, uh... All right, I'm going to give this a go. It could be messy. It's all part of the learning experience, I suppose. Um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. I really wonder where they like came up with this tweeting? idea. We should live tweet those, too. Uh, actually, we need, need to send them some pictures. So, oh, <gasps> beer down. Oh, I'm so sad. Do we... It's going. Okay. I was starting to think we could do one of those like wide mouth coffee cups that you like. 
so we catch every delicious. Perhaps better in the sugar cube form, because when we had it as the packet, it was like all or nothing. Like right, you, you just, just dumped it all in. Yeah. Well, so I think much, we're going to end up. So much head, though. Ah. Okay. So when you pour it, yes. I was so going to say, pour it over I kind of want to snap a picture of this to explain <laughs> thoroughly how. What it looks like. Wow. Yeah. Like. So we poured the glass. I'm sorry, for users who can't see so can what's see. going on right now. It, the glass is what maybe one fifth full, and the rest of it is the suds. Yeah, <laughs> which will settle down, and there will be more beer in there. And I did pour more than half the bottle to get there, and it is, it is a very interesting dark color as well. So I'm excited to see how this tastes. But what do we think about it uh, before? The nose is <coughs> exquisite. It's everything I love about Saison's that I wish I could explain and get other people to love about Saison's. This is a very exceptional and unique Saison as well, though. It definitely brings that farmy, like, herbs, springtime feel, uh, which I think is great. So admit... And I like Saison's, too. It's not, not heavy an, an for being as strong as it is. It's not heavy, but it is so robust, if that is a logical sentence. Do either of you want the it's last really thing? It's really cool looking. <laughs> <laughs> it is really cool, yeah. So the uh, absinthe knife, you said, is in the shape really. of a cross. Okay. I, I thought you were being kind. I wasn't sure which it was, and then you never corrected me, and I got excited that maybe I got it right. No, it's a spoon, but that's okay. Uh, it is in the shape of a cross. It is meant to uh, splay over the top of your glass. Uh, if anyone drinks absinthe, they're probably very familiar with uh, this, this style. Uh, and you would basically light a sugar cube on fire and then pour the absinthe over it. And then it would flavor and sweeten your absinthe. Why do you light it on fire? I'm not really sure. Maybe to caramelize the sugar? Perhaps. Like a creme brulee or something or maybe it just looks really cool entirely just a guess so i think which is greener is it the foam or is it the, the beer <laughs> itself the beer is still a bit brown i think which was a bit of the problem that they had last time although holding it up to the light you definitely get it's got the hunter really yeah, really deep green kind of like sits inside of it chartreuse is not almost like there's a green core surrounded by like the brown beer and it shines through a little bit it's gonna if you backlit that i'm sure that would look really cool okay so here's how i know i've watched too much breaking bad lately i'm thinking about the chemistry going into making the beer and then adding the sugar and the reactions that result you were ready to give up on breaking bad whatever all of a sudden you're an addict again she had the blue stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right? Makes all the difference. That explains it. That's why a Droit Theory beer is so, oh, God. Gross. Yep, that's pretty gross. Okay. Things okay. I didn't need in my head. So <laughs> Ian's licking the cross right now. I said that. He did that. Um, how much? The other thing I wasn't sure about, to be honest, when you suggested using that glass, even though obviously a Droit thought it was a great glass, I mean, it is a great glass. How much does it hold? Cause oh, it's a full. You can fit a full beer in there. Wow. Okay. Deceptive. Beautiful design choice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would. I'd say it's about ready. 
Jason, since you were the first one done with your first beer, would you like to do the honors? You just want me not to actually get a sip because it's, <laughs> it's no, going to be No, this glass should be designed to get you a sip. Yeah? Yep. See how it goes. And even better is, like, it's small enough that it shouldn't be, like, putting your nose down into the foam. Did it work? Um, relatively so. I will consider relatively so a victory. Yeah, that bitter kick at the end is largely gone. With the sugar added? Yeah, with the sugar added. You still get it a little bit, but I don't get it nearly as much. You know what I didn't think to do, and I know it's far too late, though? You just licked the cross. Maybe you can tell me. I didn't think to taste the sugar. Just the sugar here. to see what it was? Is, is it just blue-green sugar, or are there herbs or other flavors? And the only reason I say that is because I don't have a lot of straight sugar in my diet. Like, I don't drink soda or, you know, eat brownies right. or, you know... Um, so before I would sit down and have a beer that had a whole sugar cube in it, which is a substantial amount of sugar, I'm just wondering, is it straight up sugar or is it something else? We should text them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or Twitter. They're actually quite active on Twitter. Well, I wonder how, um, Ooh. proportionally, like, we already poured some out. There's still some left in the bottle. Do we, is, is it one sugar cube to one 12 ounce bottle? I would assume. I'm going to assume because it comes attached to the neck of the bottle. Right. For each one of them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, can I read the pairings when you're done pouring? You may. Yes. I love this. So Ian and I are doing another <laughs> it beer. It is like some really, it's like shamrock shake, <laughs> green head. <laughs> All of those words together are just. Yeah. Still not explicit. We're we're operating in our sweet spot. Jason, I need to take this moment to uh, let you know that not only did I give four Adroit Theory beers for this evening's excitement, but there may be a few extra hopslands in the fridge. Hey <laughs> for afters. I'd rather I'd rather be able to sleep tonight. I was gonna say you might not be able to taste what a hop slam tastes like after these beers. That's true. Once we get through the heavier stuff coming up, it might be a little more difficult. This is a great one. This one, I forgot. All right. So if you check out our uh, website, dashingrogue.com, um, or even better, beermistress.com has my uh, recipes. And, okay, that was a face that you made, sir. No, there was a lot of the, um, the sugar managed to stay in the head. So it was like a crunchy bite <laughs> of, of head. So the pairing that they came up for this one is uh, gorgonzola dolce with Fuji apple, baby fennel, dried currants, and lemon drizzle. I could see that. We took a picture of this for their website, if you recall. Yeah. And I didn't know what that meant, so I made something out of it. And it, it just became this beautiful fennel salad um, with gorgonzola and like caramelized lemon and... The Fuji apple, and that's what Dory eats it by the mm -hmm. shoeful, basically, yeah, every the time. The shoeful? I didn't, yeah, it's serious. What does that mean? <laughs> shovel? It's a, it's a unit of measure. No, a shovel is bigger than a shoe. She's a slight I don't think woman. anyone would ever. Is she a size 10, a size <laughs> 8 and a half? Like, is it like the king's shoe, or it varies depending on? We're going to go with that. <clears throat> I don't know. I think I like it better without the sugar. I might, too. I do, too. Which is it's unfortunate because it's such a cool concept. Yeah, <laughs> it really, really is. I don't really feel like it overpowers it. It just is nice and complex on its own. And I like that little bitter kick at the end that you get with the regular. Not to mention it just looks creepy to be like blue beer. Or green. I don't mind that, though. I think it's kind of cool looking. 
If I had to drink a green beer on St. Patrick's Day, this would be the green beer I'd want to drink. That's a great, great point. At what percentage is it again, sorry? 11.6. Oh, no, this one's eight. One of them, the pumpkin, I'm sorry, the pumpkin coming oh. up. Is this one's eight. Are you sure? Yes, I'm, I'm reading it off of the bottle. Oh, I thought I looked at that. And the IBUs are 42, which is only surprising to me because that's less than half of the IBUs on the first beer. And I think it's more bitter than the first beer. No, this is 11.6. What am I reading? I don't know. Seriously? That's hilarious. Oh, that's interesting. Because I thought earlier I read it and it was 11.6. It's 11.6 alcohol by volume on one side of the label. And then, oh, you know what? I bet they forgot to change after aging it the very bottom okay of so i'm label. not crazy all of a sudden i was like what is I, going bet, on I bet here? the original one was eight percent okay that makes sense and then there so are both of them are on there i'm not their black heart society one is 11.6 thank you it's my you, guess you can just pick whichever one you like better yeah be like whichever i was only drinking an eight percent beer because yeah. it wouldn't I'm make fine. any sense whatsoever and berlin's gonna totally like pull his hair out when i say this but it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever that it would change abv when we added the sugar it's not like in no. the four minutes that all of a sudden there was more alcohol created. Oh, well, and the rest all match up. So clearly there's a little printing problem. But isn't, uh, the sugar is what causes the alcohol in the long run when yes. you're doing the fermentation, whatever process, but not I don't think sprinkling. I don't think sprinkling sugar it's into your beer is going to make it a higher ABV. If so, then there would be, be people awesome all over trick. the world. <laughs> be like, yeah, let me get a beer and a couple sugar packets. <laughs> You can make Bud Light into like five percent beer. <laughs> Did you see all of the uh, kickback from the Super Bowl commercial? Mm -hmm. It which has one? brought me such. Which oh one? yeah, the the, the Budweiser yeah. one. Yes. Well, they also had the dog one, and I couldn't see the dog one being a problem. No. No, right? is there the their the third horse? quarter like surprise ad that like nobody saw coming, and they didn't like announce it or anything. Yeah. And it was just kind of like brewed the hard way or something, yeah. or like basically. I put an uh, article. a great article that, the that you posted. Stuff yeah. for the craft, whatever. Yeah, not for you. And they just kept showing pictures of like hipsters yeah. and like actual Mustachioed. craft beer lovers. And like, they're my friends. You are totally dissing my friends right now. It would be like going to a Renaissance fair and saying, this sucks. Well, and I thought the article made a really good point because they basically said, you just bought all of these companies that sell craft beer because you know that you're up against the wall right now. And so you're basically saying, and some of the companies didn't even know that they'd been bought out until that ad, I think. Well, and the Elysian one was the worst. And for yeah. me, it was the biggest. Like, I, w I know you were upset over Goose Island, but I was upset about Elysian. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily drink as much of the, the bourbon barrel stout and stuff as maybe I wish I could. Well, um, I drink three every day if I could. <laughs> okay, so the head is gone now. Let's see if that it, it affects the experience. No, I don't think so. I no. Mean, no, the problem is there's a lot of sugar sitting at the bottom of that. Mm. A lot so of sugar. So it's good we put it in one glass. So that, Oh, gross. Oh, you're mixing it it's up. It's supposed to be in there. So you might create more head when you mix it. So it this is going to be. probably be sacrilegious to say. Oh, it's gotten much greener. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of... They should come with instructions for this spoon. <laughs> wasn't there like a green slime drink when we were kids? Nickelodeon. Ecto cooler, yeah. Yes. Oh, the ecto cooler. Oh, yes. Wow, good call. Good recall. Wow, Jason. Is it because we've been watching Saturday morning cartoon? Uh, yes. Also, lately? it was in uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Oh, they had the one thing that's where they said different. ecto cooler, and that made me think it. of it. 
That's our new favorite show. No, that's our new yay show, I guess I could say. Like Gallivant? <laughs> yeah, that's a fresh off the boat. Definitely good. <laughs> I like that show. Wow. <laughs> it tastes like soap. No, I'm good. It's all mixed up now. I know. I had it largely mixed up. No. no. Look at like, that. Oh, Look right, how green right, that is. It's a very different flavor, I will say. I'm not sure, I don't think you'll like it, but it's very different. He's like, I don't think I like it. You should try this. No, I agree. Soap kind of makes sense. It's a little soapy. Not in the same way that I tasted soap with that one. I think, it's the, I think it's the basil and the bitter. That could be. Um, oh, man. It was so delicious. I oh, wish there's we still so much sugar left in the bottom. Yeah, I wish we didn't put, pour it all over the sugar cube because it was so delicious. Well, isn't there another one? Yes. Okay. Next time, let, let's just cut off the sugar cube and hide it and forget that we shouldn't do that. I didn't mind it at all until I swallowed. Does that make sense? Like <laughs> at that moment, it became so very... Too easy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you calling me easy? Uh -oh. no, unlike this bottle, <laughs> I'm opening the next one and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be warming it up you with all the sweat. from do this. Rock it back and forth. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, I think there what you, you have to do is warn the ceiling that there's something coming. Yeah, we're not, it's not Incoming. the, it's not the uh, filter of fortune. Oh, man. I think, I think they've, uh, they've gotten past that issue. I think they stopped bringing volunteers in to cork their bottles is what happened. Jason, worst case, we will just get a, a wine opener for you. Oh, we're too close now. Oh, yeah, you're really close. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, oh, I I've should got... stop. Wow, the commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Without the, even the visual, oh God. So this is. Do you guys want me to leave? <laughs> <laughs> this is the wrong time to bring this up, um, but I was really excited to find out a few days ago, uh, the mansion, which is sort of known as the help. Let me, let me finish. It. You're gonna help. Wow. Yeah. All right. I really, I just want to know in terms of like, the dynamic of flavor from that first, virginal sip that had nothing happening to it to this Good one. Pop. Yeah. So this next one that we're doing is What Evil Lurks. You hated that. <laughs> it reminded me of taking medicine. A little bit. Sort of like, yeah. Jason, tell me about What, what Evil Lurks. I'm dying to what know evil about Evil Lurks. What Evil Lurks has some amazing bottle art. Um, the cover has what looks like a skeleton, like, or an engraved skeleton crown. Um, and the face area of whatever, you know, like the knight would be wearing is a like evil looking heart. See that? The knight, w the knight would be wearing being like a helmet? Or so like yeah, like, you know, well, you know the, like alien. the ring wraiths and all that in uh, Lord of the Rings, the big guys that have the hoods and all that. Kind of looks like how their faces would look, except for it makes a heart. If you look at that kind of closely, like ah, this face thing That's here. pretty intense. Looks like a heart. I thought that looked pretty cool. Um, yeah. But this is, sorry, a... Uh, da, 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 it says, slinking in the shadows of our uh, barely acknowledged selves, there lies an elusive suggestion so complex, yet so I exquisitely simple, as to create a soul-stealing madness in any who look too closely, seek too keenly. Skulking about, awaiting the precise moment to rise up and be known, to peel flesh from bone so our flaws are exposed and we are set free. Madness comes with a price. <laughs> so that didn't tell me anything about the beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It's very uh, poetic, though. It is. 
I just started reading. I didn't think about it uh, beforehand. Sorry, can I get classes? Is there anything on there about? It's really high ABV. Oh, okay. Could we expect anything less? 13. Have we put anything in this class yet? 13. Well, 13. Yeah, we had the original Saison in there. Percentage. I've, I've the unsullied Saison. Unsullied. No. Nice. Okay. So we have to, I think all of them are ageable. They're all strong enough that we could totally if we wanted to. Thank you. Go, baby tomato. I'm going to say, unfortunately, this class is probably done for the night. I think so, yeah. with all the sugar. Some sugar residue in there. Wow, wow, it's not, I shouldn't have leaned back. You kept refilling your glasses and I'm left okay me That's because I put more in yours first. Holy, what? Yeah, right? <laughs> that nose wow. is Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise, I, I love you. Those words aren't strong enough for what's happening in this Ooh. class right now. Or what evil Ooh, lurks. Yeah. What evil does lurk? Did you try it? Not yet. I can't. It. I want to keep smelling it. I pumpkin and rum barrels. Oh, I could see it. that. Oh man, that makes so much sense. The nose is exactly that. Pumpkin and rum. Oh, it's glorious. Yeah, like, the rum actually comes through really nicely. Other it's like than a little the fact bite at that the end. at that moment where the officer pulls you over, I would love to have this as like what my car smells like. If you have to, <laughs> <laughs> if you have to pick the whole like, hey, forget the new car smell. I want to have this. It's, oh man. I don't get the spice of the pumpkin, but I get like such a... That's very sweet. I almost get the spice of the rum, though. I haven't tasted it yet. I'm still just smelling it. I'm it's so like happy sweet to rum. smell it. When I smell it, my mouth waters like it's juicy. Do you know how like you? I can say the words Sour Patch Kids and your mouth waters a little bit? Yes. That's what happens when I smell this, but not in a sour way, more in a luscious way. Expectant. Like Sweetness. I'm about to bite into a strawberry that's fresh picked Perfectly from the field. Perfectly ripe. Yes. I get that with banana wow. peppers. <laughs> I Hot believe banana it. Banana peppers. Mm. So how? This is how I can tell I'm a grown up. So when I was a kid, my mother always made faces about relish. She thought it was the most disgusting thing in the whole world. Still we, not sure how I feel about relish. We only got relish Fruit. like once a year, and that was so we could make deviled eggs because it's one of the things that you mix into you know the deliciousness that becomes deviled eggs i'll take this moment to say once again beermistress.com there's a recipe for pesto deviled eggs with bacon it's delicious just try it anyway uh today i made deviled eggs for jason and i looked everywhere in my fridge and <laughs> i didn't have relish I find no relish. heaven forbid because none of us like relish uh, but I was like, what is relish? It says, like, sweet pickles relish. So I dug through the fridge, and I found sweet pickles, and I was like, done. And I put them into the blender, <laughs> and I made myself some relish, and I felt like a champion. Those things happened. So I like how they label all of their bottles as well. We've talked about this in the past with them. Um, but they even tell you this is their fourth release. Well, I should talk about the one we're actually drinking. Well, actually, I don't know what the info is for that one. Oh, but the I'm last gonna one say, it's for being 13 and a wow percent. Very drinkable. Um, compared to the last one, which made me go, "What? This is devilishly delicious." Well, you mean the last one, the last 13 and a half percent, the narwhal? No, well, no, I mean like the saison we just had. Okay. Which is apparently negotiable in percent, so that's hard to say. Yeah. Um, but that one was so abrasive. After it had the sugar on it, it was so perfect. Ugh, I wish it I would have really made you pour more. Oh. I would recommend if you were to do 
the last one. What was the name of the last one? The TPD. The TPD. If you were to do that, I would recommend, and you really want to do the sugar, do it in two different classes and do sugar in one and do the, uh, do the rest of it in another. So you have the choice to go between them. And I they agree. do taste like entirely different beers. Like, Which absolutely. was a comment that we had the first time we did it. They yeah. were very different. And I think for the most part, it's still the same like recipe. They just age with one of the wine barrels, which is cool. Sure. All right. This is glorious. Tell me more when you said about. Oh, I was just going to talk about like the, the bottle numbering. And, you know, they make, it tells you how many bottles they made and which bottle you're drinking. So for the TPD, we're drinking bottle number 23 of only 500. All right. That's which interesting. Which is pretty cool. Because one of them had like 1,500 that I was looking at. Yeah. The next one we're going to drink has 1,200. And this is bottle 704. And I think that depends on, so we were level three Blackheart Society members. Right. So they only made maybe 500 of these yes. TPDs. Whereas um, they made 1,500 because that's probably, everyone got that one. So I need to share with all of our listeners one of these moments that just broke Ian's heart because Aww. he loves to be exclusive. Uh, we received a letter <laughs> in the mail. Sorry. I love exclusive things. <laughs> I don't love to be exclusive. All right. Fair enough. Words mean things. Be careful. So in, <laughs> um, in video games, do you always buy the collector's edition and all that stuff, or no? I don't, but I do, like... He loves to walk up to a line at a bar and be let in anyway. Like after the Phillies game. Yes. Jose's was packed. to the Like, they had a bouncer at the door. It was like, can't get in, can't get in, can't get in, turning people away left and right. I walk up to the door, and the owner just happens to see me, and he walks up, and he's like, he's good. And That's I get let cool. right in. Pretty cool. Or, you know, I want to have, I like to have, like, the nicest version of something. And while I really enjoy video games, they're not my thing necessarily. Like a humidor, though. Like, when I started smoking cigars, I went out and I bought a very nice humidor. And that's where I stored all my cigars. Mm-hmm. That's not the one in your guest bedroom that you... No. <laughs> okay. Just checking, because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't even know where that one came from. Whenever my honest. mom stays there, she has no idea that that's a humidor. I assure you. What's this box? Pretty fantastic. Um. So because we were level three Blackheart Society members, they decided that moving forward to next year, because this was their first full year of operations. So for 2015, uh, they were going to add an even more exclusive level. So we got a letter in the mail saying, since you're level three, we're only offering this to level three members. Would you like to join? Or at least we're giving first dibs to level three members. Correct. <coughs> and I think it was... First refusal. Do I remember? It was like the inner circle or something. Like it was, I don't, it made sense. Whatever name The ninth picked. gate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it cost twice as much as yep. the uh, third level did. And one of the coolest things that came with it in my opinion was a, an exclusive brew day where you could go to the brewery brew with sasco and then the beer and it could be your choice you know like you brought your own recipe or you know you went in it's not like you just followed along with what he was going to do anyway like you could be very engaged in the brewing process and then that beer would be offered for sale or for your friends or for whatever in the um, tasting room yeah so not necessarily our thing, but one of those where if we decided to join, I would be like, Berlin, you should go take our brew day and make right. it awesome because we would not know what to do to make it awesome. I'm sure we could just bring Berlin with us and just hang out and drink all day. Probably. 
if we lived within like an hour and a half n- not even that much like i was gonna say 30 to 40 minutes of that place i would sign up again and again and again but we just lived too far away and it the fact that we made it down there once and we basically just popped in and picked up our stuff uh for a year membership is not necessarily worth it despite these fantastic beers that we're getting and good news we have another beer dinner down in virginia in like <laughs> four more weeks and as long as ian can finagle his work schedule we'll be going back we'll see <clears throat> I d- i'll believe it when i see it yep <laughs> <laughs> jason thoughts i'm really kind of surprised so having uh, been to Adroit Theory a couple of times. I'm surprised they haven't decorated the inside to be a little better. more. It does. They I mean, they're, that they're expanding it. But I'm kind of surprised that it hasn't gotten more gothic, that they've changed the whole theme of the place to be more gothic. So here's Maybe it's to not scare folks away. Yeah, I mean, you don't want it to be like some black, like, right. biker bar with, like, weird lights on the, like, black lights on the inside or anything. I don't wear my t-shirt around my mother. Like, I think she'd worry because their logo, just their plain old, not awesome bottle art logo is, you know, a skull, basically. A pretty Which, artistic. For sure. Um, but, so there's a new lounge that only the inner circle folks can get into, and they put up some new artwork on the walls. That's what Ian was talking about. They took a few, like, teaser pictures for Twitter and Facebook, and I am almost convinced that one of those is one of your photos, which is why I really want to see it. Oh, cool. So, I said, can I buy that, like, as a poster? And they're like, oh, that's kind of smart. But no, we only made one of each, so maybe we will make some more. But in terms of go you, Jason, go you. (laughs) You might be at the inner circle of Adroit without knowing it. You could probably walk in and say, I deserve this. Just let me in this one time. Yeah, you can be like, that's mine. Kind of like being at the airport and, no, I'm not flying first class, but you should let me into the captain's lounge or whatever it is, because. The captain's lounge, huh? I don't, I, each airline calls it something different, but there's always that, like, first class lounge where you yeah. can. I've yeah. gotten in there. Really? Yeah, once, yeah. It wasn't that great. It's I, very, it's, it's, nice. it's fine. How it's way so better vanilla, than the normal. Uh, I, I flew there, I was going to Chicago with Oliver and Jacqueline and maybe someone else was there, Terry maybe or something. Uh, and we all got there at the same time because we were taking the same flight, obviously. And Oliver racks up a lot of frequent flyer points and basically he can go in and he's allowed to bring anybody he wants with him. So we both went up and like it was really early in the morning, nobody bothered us. And so I walked up to the bar and ordered a Bloody Mary. They're like, what are you doing, man? I was like, uh, having a drink. I got nothing else to do today. I know it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> I'm yeah. awake. I'm here. I'm going to eat a muffin and drink a Bloody Mary. <laughs> the problem when I did mine was uh, they didn't tell you when the flight was taking off uh, mm. or when they were starting to board. So you were constantly worried about, you, had to, like, you know, keep, hey. Keep checking time. Yeah. And like go walk out, make sure you're not missing your flight. Mine was like up an ev- elevator and everything yeah, on a whole too. second level. And yeah. You couldn't hear it or, right. or see it from there. So that was the problem, I guess. That You guys are both baby tomatoes. Oh, my gosh. Killing it. I um, guess maybe I made We just knew how long it was going to take you to open yeah, that right. bottle. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Which is no slight wanna, against you. They're tough bottles. Do I you want to tell us what this one is before we start so that we're at least 
Uh, a Love of the Damned is this next one. Damn. Uh, and I don't... It actually doesn't say the style on it. See the style on here, yeah. Uh, they do have another little poetry thing on here, though. Do you want to Let's read see it. it? Okay. There once was a man from Nantucket. Whoa. That's not how it starts. It would be really be funny if it was, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can there be a greater dilemma? Dare I love that which is condemned to an everlasting inferno? Is my faith in redemption enough to sweeten and soothe? These are the questions you must ask yourself as you take in and savor this old ale brewed with Syrah grape must. Syrah? Syrah is the term that I meant to say. <laughs> Syrah grape? I was like, ooh. Deliverance is but a handshake away. Goes well with braised, short ribs. Nice. Uh, saltimbocca. What does that mean? Saltimbocca. That should be the cheese. Oh, uh, no, this is the same. Braised short rib salt and boca with polenta. Oh, okay. That's uh, the way this, the short ribs would be prepared. Uh, the cheese is uh, Lamuse Brabander Goat Gouda. I'm just going to give a shout out to Ian for being the best at delaying Jason. Fratello <laughs> like, opening? Yeah. Boxer, You're like, I'm not ready yet. Read this whole label while um, we catch up. That's all right. The uh, cigar is the Fratello Boxer Torpedo. I think the big question here is, guys, since you both smoke more cigars than I do. That's not true. How does <laughs> how does the world feel about opening up Cuba and what that means for our cigar consumption? Sure how does the excited. world feel about it? I don't know. I feel pretty good about it, though. Have you had Cuban cigars? I'm assuming yes, because you're you, but I'm just going to throw that yeah, out there. Yeah, I've had some people bring me back some cigars from Cuba. Some actual ones or the ones that just label themselves Cuban oh, no. cigars? He spends a lot of time in Cuba. He knows his, his business. Also... Are they actually that much better or is it just the uh, umbor of it? Yes and no. A lot of it's, yeah, the exclusivity is really exciting and all that. But also... We're right back to exclusivity. They do make cigar better. Exclusivity is great. Often... A lot of the time. I like it. So I took a survey online for uh, Open Table because I'm the only schmuck that clicks yes when they say, will you take a survey? But anyway. Ugh, I hate when they say that. I'm always like, no thanks. Because it always says this survey is not like sponsored by whatever the company is. The only reason that I say that right now is because... Are you in the business of surveys? I was once, but uh, this particular survey was asking questions about what meant the most to you. And again, you have to think in terms of open table. And so they were saying, so I know right now you can collect open table points. You know, you like yeah. schedule, you show up, you get your points. And then there are like thousand point restaurants if they're trying to drive you to a certain place or, or whatever. Or time. Yes, or a certain, you know, please eat dinner at 4.30 like all the other older folks in town. Yes. So this point of the survey was to ask you what was the most important to you uh, if OpenTable was going to create a loyalty program and you could collect those Pop. points. But yeah. Oh, mm, that was a good yet. one. That was a great one to end on, Jason. Good work. Um, they made you go through and rank what's the most important is it collecting points to redeem for you know five dollars off your dinner for a free appetizer for all these things and one of them was 
move to the front of the line. Like you show up at a restaurant that is booked on a Saturday night. And oh, right. You, you walk to the front that. of the line with your open table thing and they scan it and say, oh, well, in that case, you're but next here's the to thing. the line. If you have open table, you would have already tried to booked a reservation and been determined that you couldn't. Right? In theory. So then you're just going to show but up But if anyhow. you already knew you were an A-lister or, you know, like a top of the list person, wouldn't you confidently walk into whatever open table restaurant you wanted knowing I that? I don't know how confident I would walk. I mean, I'd like to think that I'd be walking pretty confidently, but what if, I don't know, I'm bringing a hot date out there and like, I'm sure they can't always accommodate you. There's always going to be a situation in which you I'm still not have to say wait. Based on the way it was presented, and I can't say for sure one way or the other, but the way it was presented was not necessarily that you walked in and they parted the Red Sea and sat you no matter what. Sure. But it's one of those, as someone who's been a host at a restaurant, it would be like saying, hey, you just got here, but yeah, you called ahead and you're already at the top of the list to right. be seated next. Which happens all the time with or without reservations and if you know the maitre d or you slip them 20 bucks or whatever you're getting bumped to the front sure but this would be in a structured way where you're guaranteed that instead of a you have to know him right you're an open table regular not a this restaurant regular but his friends are still going to trump you i bet sure just saying anyway they asked what you would value more and five dollars off my dinner or being able to walk in on a saturday night and Seated, I would rather have be, frankly. All right, Mr. Jones, since you work so hard on this, what are your thoughts? Love of the Damned, I really like it. It's actually probably my favorite of the ones that we've done tonight. Maybe the Saison. The Saison without the sugar, I would put at number one, and then Love of the Damned. Ooh, that's nice. Can I see the bottle? Yeah. Wow. What's There's the some serious aging going on there. 9.6% for this one. Excellent. Salt and boca. There's a lot of flavor there. It's very I keep looking for polenta, complex. actually. There's not enough polenta in my life. IBUs are only 37. Wow, it's so good. Also, I love their um, their slogan is consume life, drink art. And part of me just wishes that I could um, come up with a slogan for Dashing Rogue that was that concise and yet accurate. So ironically, this is actually aged in brandy barrels. Because <laughs> we talked about according brandy. According to... Uh, That's awesome. According to Untapped, at least. So a lot of their beers have that... Um, maybe this just comes with the ABV, but they have a very syrupy flavor to them, right? Or consistency to them. And you get that Ooh. little bit of kick of syrupy sweetness to each of the ones that we've had tonight. Yes. Um, does that come strictly from the ABV, or where is that coming from? Could come from a lot of places. ABV is definitely one. The barrel aging is another. Yeah, um, it reminds me a lot of, like, the Narwhal, which has that. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, that was a heavy imperial stout, 13.5% or whatever it was. Um, but it has that, I almost associate it with, like, a, like a bourbon-y sweetness. Yeah. Which I, you know, I've said it for three of the beers now, but. But it's still not. It's, it's on the nose. It's that. Yeah, even on the finish, it's not heavy. It's not cloying. It's not sweet. It's 
though it has a sweetness to it, it's very satisfying. It lingers a little, a little more than I would like. I agree. Really? But again, that's as an IPA lover, where I want my last sip to be like bitter and refreshing and crisp. I find this more end of the night satisfying. Like this is my. Oh, do you want to come up and just have a, have a drink? This is what I would <laughs> to be. I think that means this that we need to get you a cup of coffee beer. <laughs> we need to get you some brandy. That's what that means. Touche. Uh, <laughs> I could see that. I could see because this ta to me tastes very much like. It's a good night. What yeah. I imagine brandy tasting like. That's I just have a, an amazingly half compliment. Like I have had brandy before, so I just don't remember how long it super ago, well. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while. I imagine brandy in our world being something that when we're out at a nice restaurant and you ask the waiter to recommend something to go with dessert, they're like, oh, you should have this brandy. See, I wouldn't ever think that. No? Just because of what I was saying earlier, we're like, there's like three kinds of brandy that they sell, and it's like bottom, middle, and slightly better than middle shelf like there's no high-end brandies so we shouldn't go into the brandy business to make no. millions what's the difference between brandy and sherry sherry is like a wine that's more what i'm thinking of i think when i am talking Which about is probably this. closer to a port yeah. yes Brandy's more like a, a cognac or a whiskey like it's much closer to that realm yeah now there's a lot of like flavored brandy too. I would say we'll find too. you some, but tomorrow's Sunday and this is Pennsylvania, so it's true. Yeah. There's like apple brandies. I think Laird's actually makes a very respectable apple brandy, and they're in New Jersey. Although they outsource their apples from Virginia. Ding ding! Not mm. Gettysburg, because there's a lot of apples in Gettysburg. Everything's named after musclemen out there, for real. That's where Starbucks get their apple juice. Musclemen. Mm -hmm. Not surprised. <laughs> That's awesome. That brings me joy. He brought, on that note, he brought you three pounds of coffee. I'm not sure what you did to earn yes. that winning. But Pulled a lot of favors for that. Oh, okay. Yes. What type of favors? <laughs> My jaw hurts. Uh. I let someone punch me, all right? <laughs> Is that why it's gray? I couldn't tell from here. Oh. You brush that in. Don't fake it. <laughs> Just a little baby powder. You just don't want to be carded ever, so you decided to just brush it in. Guys, I don't even have a beard. This is just fake. I've faked <laughs> it my entire life. Jason's trimming his up into some respectable shape. Well. Is it working? I'm trimming it up so that it continues to grow and doesn't look haphazard the entire time. Ian, does he look respectable? Jason always looks respectable. That's true. You never not look respectable. It could be that girl who does your laundry. It's tough to tell, but. Yeah. We can skip past this topic. <laughs> I'm going to agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of off topic, but because I'm drinking out of this glass, do we have any update from the Case for Beer folk? They are expanding delightfully. Yeah? Not it's as fast as they would like or we would like, I suspect. Yeah, well, no one ever does. Um, and the ones that do usually expand too fast and then collapse, like a black hole. One of my... <laughs> what happens, right? They yeah, expand really, really exactly fast and they yeah. can't, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's called Jason Supernova. Yeah. Took astronomy. I just, you know. I think I just played the Mass Effect. PBS show. Yeah, exactly. Um, it all works like the ending of the last game. <laughs> <laughs> the case for beer is now in, I think, six or seven states. Wow. So that's pretty awesome. However, the I think the bummer in that is that in six or seven states, they're in maybe 20 or 24 shops. That's okay. Um, Got to start somewhere. 
Well, exactly. And to be honest, every place they've been, they sell out within two or three days. So Sounds like they should sell more product than the place they have. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's what's changing, to be honest. It's, it's more that, hey. If you have one shop that's selling out every day, like, great. Stay, stay with them. And then Don't you want to be the shop down the street who's like, oh, I missed the boat. Because if you're buying 12 beers at a time, you're dropping $150 right. or whatever. Like, yeah. Whereas most people go in and buy a six-pack. Now you're buying two six-packs, which you can probably, the markup is higher just because of the nature of it. So <laughs> I... And it doesn't feel like you're buying two six-packs. It doesn't feel like you're picking out 12 beers and being like, oh, what should I get? You're just like, I can just grab this right here. It's full of beer. And it's, yeah, cool. And there's like a thing that goes with it. Yeah. Can I just buy this? I'll take this, please. That's how I would feel. I would do it. We're going to do it someday. Sarah Bozich did it. We need to actually read her. Oh, we actually have to like do it? That's 12 beers. I haven't, I don't have 12 days in a row anymore. I guess I don't have to do it in a row. No. Like and there's like no obligation to do 12. You could do like a lunch and dinner beer for six days or whatever. I could maybe do that. It's the point that you're doing a beer a day? Yeah. It's that, it's a, it's a blind like someone put the experience together for you but it was originally the concept came from like the advent calendar of beer basically Mm -hmm. where you got a case of beer and you had a blind beer that you would drink every day and open it up and be like do you know what advent is like lent i don't know what either of those things are actually but i fake it advent is not like lent no it's not at all they have similar letters (laughs) but that does not make them the same thing and they're both catholic that's, when I said to Jason I give up pizza for Lent, he was like, so you became a, you're not an actually a Catholic for this experience. Okay. I'm still going with my usual, I'm giving up religion for Lent, so I can do whatever I want. Did you just say what you're giving up for Lent? Pizza. 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 Yep, you did. You giving up anything for Lent? No, because I'm not Catholic, and that's dumb <laughs> if you're not Catholic. Seriously, I had no good reason to give up pizza for Lent until I realized it was Fat Tuesday, and I was like... It's like a new year. I can pretend that it's a New Year's resolution that I don't have to keep for 40 days. So at the bar, Monday was like incredibly slow. And my boss walks in and he's like, hey, you know, you know tomorrow's Fat Tuesday, right? It's like maybe pick up a, uh, a hurricane recipe. And I was like, what? I was like, tomorrow's Mardi Gras? Oh, hell. <laughs> so like I went home, I slept a couple hours and I woke up and I was like, furiously Googling like hurricane recipes and they're all like pomegranate juice or no passion fruit juice. Oh, oh gosh. So and I was good. like, there's like, where do you find passion fruit juice? Where do they Nowhere. have that in Louisiana? Oh, I don't know, but I like passion fruit. Well, so it's always your what I found out is like O'Brien's is kind of like the standard New Orleans place for hurricanes. They use Hawaiian punch. <laughs> I was like, I'm buying Hawaiian punch. That's awesome. So I went out and I bought a couple little Jugs of Hawaiian so punch. So my question is then, did you put it into a carafe so no one saw that it was? I put it into like the, the squeeze bottles Kay. like uh, that we do some of our sauces in. Sure. Uh, but like yeah. no one came in and saw you dispensing Hawaiian nope, punch. Nope, they saw some pink liquid that I <laughs> squeezed into the, uh, into the glass and shook. Awesome. So gentlemen. And they actually, they came out nicer and much less sweet than I've had uh, when I was in New Orleans. This is, time. oh, I forgot you went there. So what's actually in a hurricane other than all the booze? Uh, it's uh, dark rum. And then traditionally, well, 
two different traditions. It's like sweet lemon and Hawaiian punch. Or if you want to make like a really cool, or no, it's actually, it's usually lime and Hawaiian punch. Lime juice or what do you mean lime by juice, sweet? Yeah. Lime juice, Okay. Uh, but I did a lot of, you know, me, I was like, I want to make a really nice one. And I was like, I don't know where I'm going to find passion fruit on a Tuesday afternoon, like an in hour Philadelphia before I to be at work. In February. Yeah. And so I did settle on the Hawaiian punch, but they also said like lemon was a much fresher and more closer to the original. So I brought in my juicer and I hand squeezed a whole bunch of lemons and made up a whole bunch of lemon juice beforehand. And like I made a tester one just to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I made it real quick and it was like, the proportions were right, but the lemon juice came out very strong in it. So I ended up adding more Hawaiian punch and less lemon just because it was like very tart instead of having some of that sweetness with the rum. I want to try this. Do we have enough to make this? We don't have Hawaiian punch. We don't have Hawaiian I can bring punch. some the next time I come. That'll be cool. Do you have a leftover Hawaiian punch? Maybe we can just order some passion fruit juice that would be even from better. Amazon. That, yes. Yeah. We have uh, there's juice. actually, apparently, I read up real quick on it, and there's a place in Hawaii where it like, is fresh and very reasonable. And they ship, they ship it from swiftly. Hawaii to Pennsylvania for our own purpose. It's worth checking out. Maybe when we win the Powerball. According to this recipe. That will be a thing we do. Or next week. Huzzah. Dashing Rogue credit card for the win. What else can we get? Gentlemen, <laughs> what was your favorite this evening? The Saison. Really? Saison yeah. pre-sugar. Yes, Saison pre-sugar, I should say. Which is sad because we only had two or three sips of that. I agree. I think in the end, there was just a little too much sweetness overall. Yeah. And maybe if I had just one of these beers, it would have been fine. But I'm like, my stomach's a little bit like, oh, sugar. And I don't eat a lot of sugar either, like you were saying. So I think I'm a little, a little overwhelmed with sugar. Kind of like a... Like a dessert coma right now. Well, we're about to have dinner. Uh, Great. Yeah. Hopefully that'll break it up. On that note, which still the Saison was your favorite? The Saison or the GIAA, which yeah. I told them was my favorite when I went down there when we visited them the first time and they set up a couple of bottles for me to take home, which yeah. was nice. Um, I really thought they were all solid, which I appreciate. That's something that Adroit makes me very happy about. I certainly don't think that any of these were bad. My oh, favorite definitely. was actually the pumpkin, the nice aged pumpkin. Um, the evil one? What evil lurks? Yes, what evil lurks. That's this one here. Yes. Um, just especially after having like the warlock, the southern tier warlock aged in uh, the bourbon barrels, this was so much more subtle and rich and satisfying than that one was. However, I did love the uh, Saison before we added the sugar. I, yeah. If you had that whole like, oh, I can rewind time for a good hour, I, what I would do is go back and say, don't do it. Even though the, the cross is cool, don't put the sugar there. Speaking so, of, we should finish that movie. Yeah, I'd like to You sure it. should yeah. while I make dinner because y'all need to eat something. Double win. You and you don't like sci-fi. This works. <laughs> we all win. All right, so uh, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash dashing rogue. And I just have to say, the beer mistress just broke 400 followers. So Yay. that's uh, facebook.com slash beer mistress. Uh, we're on Twitter. I am at beer mistress. I'm at dashing underscore rogue. And I am woefully bad at posting things. You are not a good tweeter, my dear. I'm not. You are not. 
Uh, and we will be making a new website soon, so stay tuned to see the awesomeness yeah. that is about to. You need to stop saying that because we keep saying that, like, oh, it's I think we've been saying it since. It's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. Well, I guess I, my class got canceled though. Yeah. So I actually have the ability to I do was just that. We say actually soon might is mean it. So. In our 50-year yeah. career, that's about to happen. <laughs> it'll be very soon. Soon, exactly. Until Hopefully, next time. all of them profitable. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming out. And also, go to Adroit Theory because they're delicious. Let us know if you're going. We'll maybe join you if we can. We would love an excuse to get there. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. Well, Professor. And I'm Jason. We'll see you then.